0: Hello and welcome to a Not Chilly podcast. This is actually a second iteration of a podcast that I've done before. Uh, The other one is probably somewhere deep on the internet, and we'll certainly see if I can find a way to scrounge those together. But um, yeah, I decided that I want to start creating things again. And then also, whilst having a very intense discussion with a friend of mine, I decided that what I want to do is have interesting conversations with people who are passionate about certain things. And, yeah, so I've just gathered up my friends, kind of plopped them in front of a microphone, and just rattled away some things that they're really super interested in. So the reason why also I'm having to put this introduction in is because I kind of just press record and I just started us off. I didn't really, for some reason, didn't really dig that formal introduction, like, hi, welcome to this, and this is my guest, because he's not my guest, he's just a friend of mine, and we're just chatting. This is not a formal procedure, this is just two people having a chat, and eventually, maybe something will come from it, but for the time being, this is just two people having a chat. So, um, yeah, Without further ado, this is Josh Lundberg. He's a close friend of mine. He edits. He directs. He, you know, super interested in watching documentaries and just films in general. He has a very, very vast collection of Blu-rays and DVDs and an extensive knowledge of not just the filmmaking process or how he enjoys it as an observer, but how the film industry can run as a whole and how you know, from the beginning stages of funding to the final stages of of actually audiences getting to receiving the, the the story, he's just got his head wrapped around all that. And that's why I thought it'd be really interesting for us to go see Infinity War and, uh, yeah, just, just chat about it, what we thought. We hadn't seen it with, before. We, we weren't exactly super excited to see it, but we decided that we should watch it together and then talk about it. And this is a ramble. Um, I think we went for like an hour and a half or more. I cut it down a little bit. Um, We kind of went all over the place when it comes to filmmaking. But I think it's a good little perspective on something that's a spectacle. Anyway, enjoy. (laughs) I am actually Alright. It's weird that you don't
1: want to hear any voice. I'm pretty sure that's very normal. Yes, like, oh, is not yeah. that like one of the most common things that people say about, like, oh, I hate the sound of my own voice?
0: I think I just realized my, um, like thing. Like, I'm obviously egotistical enough that I want to get my own voice. Uh, why do you think I'm doing I love it?
1: the sound of my own voice. I just
0: need a reason to talk. <laughs> that's a really reason why I'm doing it. Sorry. What is that
1: reason then? Why am I being interrogated?
0: You're, well, you're not being interrogated. <laughs> Says not, you. I'm just hoping you're facilitating my voice well enough. <laughs> Um Oh, there we go. Now it should all be working. Great. Uh, this is a weird experience. I figured it would be. Um God. I haven't had, oh, no time at all to actually run through any of what I wrote. About like, what, Piot? Look at like I couldn't see what I was writing. So About what? About Thor. In what, actually, We're watching what was it? Um Avengers, Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. Infinity War. Uh, which was uh, a fun movie.
1: It was. It was thoroughly entertaining.
0: It was seriously entertaining. Is that why you came into the movie? To is that why
1: you just <laughs> go watch it? Is that <laughs> the only yes, reason I just I was waiting for Russell Crowe to just stand up and be, "Are you not entertained?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I I, I am entertained." He's and not in the movie, obviously. But, but Russell Crowe no.
0: did come into our cinema and say, I <laughs> he entertaining.
1: He did. He did. If He's doing that
0: a lot lately. He did it and right then, before that end credit thing. Yeah. Just just to make sure that, you know, we're not going to be feeling like shit afterwards, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about the end credit thing. Yeah. Not um, yet. Not it, yet. we got to start from the It was beginning. entertaining.
1: No, I'm not going to yeah. just... Good. Yeah, that end credit thing. Yeah, that was great. That was um interesting. Cool. And that's a wrap. <laughs> I us. actually I don't know what that symbol was. I'd have to Google. No, it. No, I don't give a shit what that. Yeah, symbol I don't. Was. I he, he was telling someone something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, from the beginning. Yeah, let's, let's It was good. It suffered from all the same problems as every. Yeah, other. so generic.
0: Let's go generic. Super generic.
1: Yeah. What do you think? What like? W- it was a great popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. It was a, one of the best popcorn movies I've experienced.
0: Did you get any more out of it, though, did, did, compared to... Let's call the first Avengers movie, which is we, we both agreed that was actually not too bad.
1: I, th- I think the thing that I quite liked about it was making the point that values are an important thing above just winning, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole vision thing. Okay, so we'll save half the universe. We can't kill one dude. It's like... I mean that's ridiculous, but at the same time, it's like, well, you, what happens if you win and you compromise everything to do so? Yeah. Like then, what's left? You may have won, but you've destroyed what you are, right? Yeah. Like that's essentially the the theme. Uh, I will kind of the say themes. that, like,
0: just to just to be really clear, this this is spoiler. Hardcore, yeah. Well, you don't, yeah. yeah if, well,
1: you're, if, if some, the three people listening to this,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, Which, by the way, if my mom, my mom likes those kind of movies, so she <laughs> might listen to this, and this might spoil. And and if it does, then I'm paying her back for spoiling yeah. Game of Thrones season like three, four, and five. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, she ruined it for me. But anyway, this is payback, mom. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. I probably saved me like forty yeah. hours of my <laughs> life. Saved you a lot of time and a lot Spend of like a nudity. Lot of,
1: yeah, a lot of boobs and and and. That's why they didn't and, bring and genitals, blood. like
0: male genitals, in for a, a long time. Yeah, which is
1: kind of bullshit. Anyway, we're going back to it. The main reason why I wanted to see the film was like, how do you balance a
0: cast that big? Yeah, and that that they did exceptionally well. Yeah. Um. Was there anyone in particular that you thought oh, I didn't get enough time?
1: Oh, Tony Stark. But like, mm-hmm. he just. He's such a dick. He's such a wanker. He's also he's broken.
0: A, he's he's a broken person. In, by the time we get to this one, like he he's such a wuss. he is.
1: I think I think so much of it is said rather than like the problem I have with the Marvel movies is that they're really like tell don't show. I find like mm-hmm. it's sort of like uh, oh, we didn't really demonstrate that this like problem with this character exists or something like that. But we'll tell you in one line, and therefore like it's become canon. Yeah, and I think that's like. The same sort of throughout i don't think too much is shown they just sort of have all their like stuff their cgi fly around and then someone says a line and you go oh, okay that was the
0: can i was- just like also bring up a really important point that frustrates the shit out of me when they're in the middle of a firefight and they stop and they're like oh man how are you doing tony <laughs> i was just being swamped by like 60 people and now i got a moment to have a conversation with you all right, let's fight again. Like, oh yeah. fuck! Off. They got a. They, they 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 sort of come
1: back and they're like, guys, do you know how much money we paid you? We need to have your face on screen yeah. <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. minute. So Can all be CG? But it's like they were Actually, just on the CG thing, like mm. I did not like Spider Man in uh, when they were inside that ship. Like, do you mean the whole? Because you know um, they they, they, they yeah, well they CG there like they film the heads separately and then they they're 100 percent cgi otherwise right? Yeah, right and it was i found his head was like slightly out of proportion
0: do you know what there was one moment in the film where that was so blatant Hot, you got Banner. it right at the I end know, right because yeah. he's just standing in the background i feel like they just did a bit of feathering and he's just hovering head yeah <laughs> it was so But bad. I up, like it was a big iron man suit thing yeah he should have been smaller but it?
1: but it was like it didn't look right because no. he looked smaller and earlier it is that isn't that's like and it isn't something that i'm not i find this to be one of the most interesting franchises out there because i find it to be well, at the moment it's basically like this and star wars so yeah what problem. else is there yeah, it's all right. disney and <laughs> and i just feel everything's happened in the last few movies that they've had i've gone wow it would have been nice that they've been doing this for the last 10 years yeah. it, it doesn't feel like out the gate they had any plan
0: so right now what you wanted out of that is just a CGI spectacle. You wanted to be entertained. I want to be
1: entertained.
0: I'm always happy to see Chris Evans do whatever Chris Evans does. Be attractive.
1: Um, yeah. As he, well as... Um, he, he just nailed that role. Like, I thought, oh, yeah. like, the first Captain America movie, mm. I fucking hate it. It's one of... Really? I, I felt I would uh, file that under one of the worst things I've ever seen. I hate that film. Man. And, um... There are some movies you need to see. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a mess i loved and it i, I thought hated it was great
0: it. I, I even liked the cheesy cgi i feel like they were like they had but he was amazing dollars. he was like the character really was good. perfect
1: and 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 that's the thing but i watched sunshine the danny boyle oh. movie, and i love that movie yeah. and that space nerd here that role that he plays it's like it's Perhaps he's typecast in that, but he so perfectly does that again. A spoiler alert if you haven't seen Sunshine, but shame on you—it's ten years old. Um, it, it, the way that he did sacrifice in that film, mm. the way he—I hadn't seen sacrifice really portrayed in the way that character was. That character was so dedicated to this cause. Mm. In a blind way, it's like he, he talks earlier in the film about how anything is is uh expendable because we have to restart the sun we have to do this we have yeah. to do this and you're kind of like, yeah, all right, let's see what happens if you're ever tested buddy and then he then he is he's, he's tested and yeah. he, he he does it yeah. and he sacrifices his life and with his dying breaths tells the people to finish the mission, yeah because he's not thinking about
0: it and you himself. believe it the whole way you're like, I want to yeah. die like him <laughs>
1: Well, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but like he did that role so amazingly, and then he was Captain America, and I, I just had this or this pre-existing like of him as an actor. So basically,
0: um, you you're watching the movie so that you get a spectacle, and for Chris Evans, anything else? Um, because I agree with you, Chris Evans. Yeah, like I said, to, s- to
1: see them balance how they had that many actors on. Oh, of course, and yeah. it, but even then, they didn't have them all right. Like Ant Man was missing, yeah. Hawkeye was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, What's his face? Samuel say?
0: Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson. Um, <laughs> He's basically the yeah. character. Now. At
1: the, look, if at any point he says like "motherfucker" in a film or goes to, yeah, uh, yeah then yeah. he ceases to be his character. That's just Samuel yeah, L. Jackson. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, anyway, yeah. So, so, you, so you like the continuity of the the characters now? Okay, you know what? I didn't like the continuity of it. No, I just you, like, you the like the balancing, of the balancing, the balance. <laughs> I don't, I don't really. The, uh, it was good.
1: Um, I think. Uh, the one thing I was quite happy about, I like how when they split everyone off, they split them into a mishmash. So instead of it yeah. being the Avengers were over here, the Guardians of the Galaxy were over here, and the like Wakanda people and that stuff are over here, mm-hmm. it was like just a mix, right? It's yeah, like yeah. that's why they um put the rabbit with
0: <laughs> with the Thor yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was uh, good. and things like that. I and, thought, and I thought you know what cool. they achieved well in that, I think, as well as they they made sense of that, the, those connections.
1: It made sense. I, I but... didn't
0: feel like when you had Thor running off to get the weapon and then you had the rabbit, you know, going off with him. It's like, yeah, of course he wants to see the place that makes the best weapons of all time. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be there.
1: But, but I mean, Groot was kind of just
0: there. That was Yeah, but Groot's thing. always with the rabbit.
1: That's no, I know, name. but like again, like the he turns his arm into the like the axe, the axe. But, yeah, of course, the, we, we can. No, it, that was well. fucking cool. The bit, the thing that happens to him in the end, it's um was like, oh yeah, okay. But uh, again, like like you saw it happen to like how many characters before that point? Yeah, yeah, it's true. The thing that was funny actually, out of anyway, we'll go to the next. We'll, we'll get to that because we'll that
0: was like one of my main points. It's like there's always a risk of the too many character syndrome, and then the yeah. first Avengers movie did okay at that. I feel like they lost it in bits. The second one, we were talking about this before. I don't even remember anything about that film. And I only
1: remember because I watched it a few weeks
0: ago. I I feel like the continuity of those characters, I remember being horrible. Because I remember it being like they just appeared in where they needed to be, when they needed to be, and that was about the end of it. And it was like, that is basically the
1: entirety of that film. The entirety of that film is let's hit beats. So, the phase three is set up and ready to go. Yeah. And it was just, like, checking boxes and stuff. And, yeah. like,
0: like did, I said... Did you watch you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, the two and three? I saw two and three, yeah. That was another example of just, like, the way they brought all the characters in just made no sense. But, I mean,
1: that was flawed from... Like, to me, that, like, at that as a franchise, this is the is issue I have with, sort of, how franchises are done. Mm. Avengers makes sense for them to all, like, come together in the, the Marvel stuff and mm. make sense. But... In movies like that, for instance, and I feel this the same way about The Matrix, is that they've built such an incredible universe with such colourful characters that they should have gone the Indiana Jones way. And it's like, here are three films that you could watch without ever seeing the other ones and you would get 100% out of it. And it was like, when I went to the cinema to see Pirates of the Caribbean 2, I was like... Why is this building up this massive universe of stuff? Why is it? Why can't we just watch them on another fun adventure? Yeah,
0: that's right. Which uh, was the first movie. Yeah, It wasn't even need to have a like. A yeah, universe.
1: you can never see two and three and four and five, five. and um, <laughs> and that first one, yeah, will always be awesome. And yeah. they could have just kept doing it. Same with the Matrix. Like that mo- first movie was just mm. like fucking amazing, yeah. and it's cr- established in a universe where like you understand the rules. They spend the entire movie explaining them to you, <laughs> and then they turned it into something that was just so far beyond. Like that's kind of my issue: is that franchises for some reason have to be connected all the time. Where it's like, yeah. no, you can just take the great stuff and just tell a story. You have got to commit that to stuff.
0: It. That's the thing. Yeah, and we'll talking, be confident oh, about it. I mean, we, we probably should get to that because we talked about that a bunch when we finished the movie. And that was that whole idea that if they were to be properly connected films. If they would have sat down with like a bunch of directors and a bunch of writers and been like, hey, we've got twelve movies here. They're they're gonna be different characters. They're slowly gonna make the Avengers and we're gonna make the Infinity War. And the Infinity War is gonna be the war that ends all wars. Let's talk about how we're gonna make this work. This would have been one of the greatest series of all time in that in yeah, comic in, in book kind area. of universe. Yeah. But, but they, they didn't. They didn't no, they no. flat out just pretended to make connections like you were saying.
1: And and they made every single film like a microcosm of the Avengers, star. it's like, every single film at some point gets to the point of, and now the world will end, mm. or, and now the galaxy will end. Why? That's the stakes for the the big films, right? Mm. For the Avenger films. That's when you need the biggest team. Every single one of them just begs the question, okay, why aren't they getting the Avengers? Yeah. Like, seriously, yeah. I can't think of a single one. So, the Avengers happened, the next movie to come out was Iron Man 3? Yep. So Iron Man 3... I, I don't know if it was, but I assume so. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Iron Man 3 comes out, uh, and then Tony Stark has his ass kicked, and he like gets thrown out into the middle of nowhere. You're telling me none of the other Avengers show up and go...
0: Hey, what's Oh help? shit,
1: where's Iron Man?
0: Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: You know what? No, he's a bit of a dick. Let's let him sort it. like this thing just happened. Maybe he needs help. And then at the end of the film, they like tie it all together because he's telling Bruce Banner like that's who he's been narrating to for the whole film. He's yeah, like yeah. on a couch or something talking to Bruce Banner. I don't remember and, that, but and again, I've only seen this recently. Okay. So, and um and then the next one was like the second Thor film, which is one of the most forgettable things I've ever seen. Oh, i was
0: gonna say, because I I, I might have even watched it and I don't remember that I did. It's really That's bad. how much I imagine it's fun
1: so much of it is like on green screen it's unbelievable mm. and it's just a rush together let it, oh my god we don't have any marvel movies ready for next year let's just kind of Head um through. and it sucks because like the first thor movie is very much one of my favorites out of any of these films it's the only one i own oh really i yeah. don't know
0: if i own any of them Where, it's
1: somewhere here yeah there it is it's a, it's the a only it's the only one out of the avengers series that i That's so that i own um, because of it, like he just did it so well, and I was he taken did. by surprise because when I was ki- a kid and I barely read comic books, but when I did, and Thor would show up about, like, oh, why is there a god in a comic book? This is yeah. stupid, and I hated Thor uh, for that because it was like everything's off the table when a god shows up. Mm-hmm. But they did it in a way that I thoroughly enjoyed it. I saw in cinema twice, and then bought it as soon as it came out on Blu-ray, and I really enjoy it. And.
0: So and, can we uh, say that? Oh yeah, also... the second
1: the second one, right? So yeah, and, and it's just like every all of the, and that one had like a the universe is gonna end kind of or something like things are gonna end mm. thing. and then then Loki dies at the end. And and it's like Yeah, that's cool. About that for a second. But he'll come back.
0: Yeah, that's right. And
1: and enough. and this is the thing, it's like they never commit, they never have stakes that take your breath away, you know, they don't ever have Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, snapped in half by a lightsaber. They yeah. don't have, like, everybody lose and have their asses kicked until this film. Yeah, yeah. And and even then, though, there's just, there's no permanence, right? If someone dies, like, you did the most surprising death I found at the end was Black Panther. Because I'm like, well, they just made him like the biggest thing.
0: He was, but he was a really particular death because, uh, what's his name? Thanos. Was it Thanos? I always forget these names. He says that specifically that it's it's completely random. It, it, you could be, uh, you know, rich or poor. It doesn't matter. Oh, not. for sure. that for was a great sure. example.
1: But it's like, it was just such a clear example of, don't worry, we're going to fix this in like, uh, right. like five minutes like sometime in 2018 19
0: yeah yeah that this problem will be fixed right the time crystals coming back and yeah each
1: time back. yeah they'll just like boop, <laughs> yeah. rewind it and uh and that's, that's the issue with this franchise, is that they've made the stakes so high consistently and then failed to follow through on those stakes, as in they're always fixable. Even the Ant-Man was the most disappointing one to me, where it was like, that was a real dude who wasn't ever even remotely interested in being a superhero. And then uh, he gets thrust into this situation, and then it turns out that the guy is not just like going to do this thing that's bad, he's going to create an army that'll take over the world with that bad bad thing because he starts to go crazy with his like small technology why couldn't you just be a dick and threaten the guy's daughter because we cared about enough about the character and the daughter by that stage for us to go uh you know if you did that we would feel the stakes were high yeah yeah. but they didn't they had to reach like literally billions of people Mm -hmm. higher than that in the stakes and it just makes everything meaningless all the time
0: that was a good thing about did you ever watch jessica jones no, oh, I started and I just didn't get into it Oh, okay Well, I mean, more spoilers But that was another one where it wasn't The stakes were at the right place Yep You really, very much, like, there were still things happening in the you know in New York And still thing But they were, like, distant things that we didn't really care about What was important was that Jessica Jones was experiencing this thing And that affected the people around her But it wasn't, the world wasn't going to end Ever at a point, which I thought I really appreciated Anyway, so, yes
1: yeah, I just I just think that that's it or everything sort of always gets a bit too big and over the top. Again, I was watching yeah. Iron Man 3 the other day and and they do that same thing. It's like and always it seems just as when it starts to be getting interesting and seems to be doing something new. So yeah. it's like he's out of the suit, he's doing all this stuff and then he has to like break into this compound to kill the terrorist guy yeah, yeah uh and he has to do it with like all these gadgets that he's made and it's like oh tony without the suit that's interesting that's a cool concept mm-hmm. can he do it without the suit and it's like that's the point of that film yeah and that's something he passes on in spider-man homecoming right it's like which point- i didn't see so, yeah, don't spoil it's so it good. um do you have it you don't have don't, that you love it no, so that's really yeah. depressing i will get that movie and then i will borrow for sure. it. i'll watch that. i'll get that on blu-ray I was thinking about getting that on like 4k blu-ray and seeing what it looks okay, like okay
0: well could you get it on normal race or i could watch it
1: <laughs> i think has both but the um yeah, yeah so it's like in that film but then of course it like reaches a point where the guy's like i'm gonna create a, a like better human beings or whatever like he's yeah, like yeah. the stake is like earth threatening yeah yeah why you don't need it yeah why he has a crush on 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 what's her name the girlfriend um, Pepper Potts yeah, yeah. Um, he has a crush oh, yeah. on Pepper Potts and he he doesn't he like is okay with spiting her to you know just fucking get at her to spite Tony and all this stuff why couldn't it be um, that would be damsel in distress would be boring but like why why couldn't there be like personal stakes on that level why couldn't there be something like that why does it always have to come back
0: to there's the an interesting to point you make about that because there's a moment in this film where they do that. So he's flying away in the spaceship off into space and he's losing communication with Pepper Potts. And she's saying something that sounds like she's not going to forgive him for it. And then that's the end of that story. What? Well,
1: that's why I I don't have it or just freaking. Well, at the end, it was like, I went, okay, is he going to, like, whisper Pepper? Is he going to... You yeah, know, at the yeah, end, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sh- I was like, perfect opportunity to bring us back and remind us of the fact that, you know, he actually has someone out there that he loves who isn't himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No. no they just threw that little story arc out the window. Yeah, because
1: wouldn't that be your first thought? Yeah, what yeah. to my family?
0: Yeah. Because I'm not there. Well, yeah, this is pointless. I should have been with my the people I love. Yeah. I would have lost this and I, I regret yeah. not spending more time.
1: And as much as he, and yeah, that was a weird moment. Also you have to watch Spider-Man Homecoming but it's like it, it's well built and and they actually create like cuz Tony Stark is in a fair amount of that movie and mm-hmm. um and they make a very clear dynamic between him and Peter Parker and it's like when Peter Parker goes and he's like oh I'm sorry it's like are you going to say something as he like, fades yeah. away from existence? Like, yeah. He doesn't have anything to be sorry about. Yeah. So maybe
0: there was just a CGI like um, dummy there that he was acting to. So he's like,
1: I yeah, not have there was anything.
0: Just... I just got to look vacant.
1: Yeah. yeah it, it, that was weird. That was actually weird. It felt like I, an empty moment
0: to I, me. Part of that I didn't like because I didn't like that they weren't committing to... So these people were obviously turning into dust. Or everyone was turning to dust, but they, everyone was turning to dust at the same rate. And then suddenly we had Peter Parker for some reason had enough time to crawl over, cuddle, say a bunch of lines, and then write when Tony Stark.
1: Yeah, no, like, that happens when um when someone's like more important. And I think this is like what? <laughs> I, okay, I
0: get it. With you obviously don't know much about physics. I obviously don't know much
1: about <laughs> physics, <but laughs> and the Infinity yeah. Stone physics.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that just defies all physics.
1: That was the first thing that occurred to me. I was like, why is it taking him so long to die? But the thing is, it happened actually so long that I thought, oh my God, is the nano suit repairing him at the same rate that he's yeah. being faded away? I was like, that's fucking cool. And it, then, no, it, that's not what's yeah, happening. <laughs> that's right. There's nothing trying to save him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which doesn't quite make sense. But, but you know, like, it. What? Whatever, it's a fucking movie, and 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 but it's just more that it ends in this way, as a typical thing, they go over the top with the with the stakes. It's like they kill so many of the main characters that you go, well, we know they're going to fix this because they have to be in this movie at this time next year. Mm. Like, how do,
0: we, yeah. how do we? Like,
1: it's a how are they going to fix it? And it will be, I imagine, the typical Marvel thing. It's like uh, the you know whatever thing. And this hit home really strongly because I remember saying at the time when we saw Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I was like, I like that a lot better than the first one. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, that is like, no, it's way worse than the first one. And and the, one of the things that always stuck with me was like, as Gamora and um, her sister, whatever her sister's name is. Robot Lady. Yeah as they're like the the part of the planet falls away and they fall down and then they, I think they have a fight or something and then they decide to agree on whatever they're yeah. fighting about cuz of course um, that's
0: how real we all <laughs> things work yeah
1: and then, like, it's like, oh, no, but how are they going to get off this planet? And then another bit of rock shoots up and brings oh, them back to the same place. Yes, oh, me. And, and it's killed this thing me. of, like, even the stakes as small as I'm going to put these people in all these different physical locations, and then I'm going to have to somehow bring them back together. It's literally fixed by, like, just this quick CGI thing that happens in half a second. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it just... So it's not even... It doesn't even sound like it was written into the script.
1: So why'd they go down there? Yeah, like oh no, they fell. It like so, it gave you a quarter of a second of, oh, and then you realize oh no, they can't die because that actor needs to be in this thing. But it's like you've got to have a more creative way of fixing it than like. And then they had magic thing come up and put them back again. Exactly well, the
0: heroes have been be. saving saving everyone since you know the beginning of time when it comes to filmmaking. There's a thousand and one ways to write a script where you still feel like, <gasps> even though, you know, yeah. there's like six more parts coming up. Like Back to the Future is a great example. Anything. Pick a pick a movie that has more than one movie in a series and you realize that they're it, it, a good movie, it still grips you, even though you rewatch it and, yeah. you know, you know that they're going to survive, but there's still something that catches you. Why, you know, you have all the money. You have Disney money, you know, why, or I guess in that point, they probably didn't have Disney money, but they had freaking Marvel money how could they not summon those writers to be able to write a good script so that it makes sense and makes you want to go... <gasps> it's just, yeah, it's it's that quick fix. It's like, it,
1: you know, it's one of those things where it's like something that seems dramatic on a page. Mm. If it's two and a half pages away from the resolution, perhaps you should think about what that will be like in terms of screen time. But that is the level to which there are no stakes in mm. Marvel movies. And in this one, that's the thing. It's like they kill off all these characters at the end and you go... Yeah, but they'll be back in,
0: like, 20 minutes. That'll be the dream if they don't. It'll be awful, but,
1: like, you can't, right? They just basically, in that film, they killed off $3 billion worth of box office. Yeah. You know, if they didn't bring the characters back. It's not possible. Forget about this. I forget the money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then I have hope. Like, they killed off a Spider-Man. There's, like, a billion dollars for you. They killed off enough of the Guardians of the Galaxy for it not to matter. There's, like, another $700 million or some fucking whatever insane amount. Like, they killed off, like, $3 billion uh, Black Panther. That just made an insane amount of money. Yeah. Like, they just killed off enough characters for you to go, oh, yeah, well, they'll have to fix this very, very quickly. Otherwise, they're going to miss out
0: on a lot of box office. Uh,
1: and and the thing is, like, I know sad. that I shouldn't be thinking that way, but since the get-go, the films have had that. It's mm. like, why don't the characters, sh- like... We know that when they make their individual films, they don't have the budget to get everyone. It's not possible. It won't pay off. Uh, Anyway, so um, this has been the problem the whole time. You always, in their films, question, so why don't the other guys show up? Yeah. And it's not sufficient to me for them to have, again, as usual, like, a line. Like they did with Hulk and Thor and stuff in the Civil War movies or whether it's like, where is he? Oh, nobody knows. It's like... Because no one's come up with that idea yet. Because we're going to write it for this film. Thor Ragnarok will come up with that idea later. It's like, no. No, that's not how that works. It's that I know that you don't have the budget to also have Chris Hemsworth and also have... Um, yeah. um,
0: well, no, but imagine stepping into the Marvel Universe as a writer now. And being like, fuck, I can't I a I, 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 like, I
1: couldn't ever write like that.
0: No. I, I, it's
1: a, I would be that annoying fucker in the corner of the room going... This is just... We're figuring out a way to go around the fact that we don't Like, we can't have all the actors. Like, yes, that's what we're doing. But we're doing it because we can't have all the actors. And so we're going to do it this way. It's like, but why don't we just have them not threaten the whole planet? Why don't
0: we just... Make it something they can barely handle that they wouldn't need the... Yeah, something
1: that... Yeah, exactly. Like, something that they can handle by themselves. Or a personal
0: vendetta. That's like you were using before. Like, you know, it's so important.
1: And in, like... For example, it's like the stakes in Captain America Civil War. Uh, and the Which stakes, I didn't like, by the way. And the stakes in Captain America 2, whatever that was called, Winter Soldier. Oh, that was good. I okay, that a lot. The stakes in that were arguably higher than the stakes in Age of Ultron, right? What happens yeah, in yeah. those films is far more impactful than what happens in, in, in Age of Ultron. And yet, what, Thor shows up? Yeah. why does Thor show up for the Ultron battle and he doesn't show up for like the other two things that happen that are like equal to or greater than in w- threat
0: was um Winter, so- Winter Soldier was all about breaking down Captain America because he finds Bucky yeah yeah he
1: yeah realizes he, that, he, you know. Yeah, it's that but like it's the um I think like they're because they're launching like the um the new system to like defend the Earth instead of the Avengers or whatever mm. And, uh, like, uh, yeah, well, how does Captain, how does Iron Man not show up to that fight? Mm. Like half of Washington DC is destroyed. And, and on the, and I don't just mean like in terms of, oh my God, you need help. Tony Stark is such an egotistical fuckwit that he would show up to the tiniest fight to just be there. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not even in his character to stay away. And that's been my problem with this franchise the whole time, is that once they introduce all of them, it ceased to make sense that they didn't show up. Mm. Thor made sense, because he's like,
0: off going his own, doing his own shit. Mind you, can we just talk about what doesn't make sense? Well, okay, no, they didn't clarify, and that bugged me, was the timing of Thor right at the end with his hammer thing. He waited until that moment? Yeah. To freaking... It's called Tension. (laughs) <laughs> I know it is called tension, but it's also like, come on. Yeah. Give me a shot where Thor's being overwhelmed by every well, soldier because there's no one fighting except for him.
1: A minute before come that, back. by the way, he so he's out there with all of the like Wakanda people and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Captain America goes, Everyone on me. <laughs> and then literally in the next shot, Black Panther and I don't know yeah, the other yeah, character's yeah, name. So I don't know strange. her name. She's there, and then this, and then uh Scott Johansson is like all these people. I'm like. Like, literally, in the time it takes to cut from one
0: shot yeah, to the yeah. other, and Thor but not who Thor. Can fly, not Thor, yeah, yeah, who can
1: fly and move at the speed of lightning, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. no, he's because he's waiting, but I did like how, like, after that, when he hits Thanos, yeah, this is a good moment, that that was really interesting, but again, like, I just it's not charged enough, like, I don't feel like they that it's present enough or that I feel like you have to watch the movies a lot of times to pick up on their really core character traits a lot of the time. Or well, that's
0: the problem with ones. too many characters. Yeah, is that you
1: don't get enough time with them. No. But but it's like one of the things that, that is really interesting about like Thor and the, the arrogance and ego stuff, mm-hmm. and that the only reason for Thor not to just kill him, to just kill Thanos, is so that he can say that line. Is so that he can go. I told you I was going to like kick your ass, and he's like, "You should have like gone for for the head." head. And and I'm just like, "What was interesting that I think they really succeeded with in that film, Infinity War, was that everything that went in Thanos's favor was a weakness of whatever type of the good guys. It was either compassion, love." All of the things that are good about them were the weaknesses that caused him to win. And some of the bad things, like ego with, with Thor in that mm. moment. It's he, he just does that so he can say this thing. It's not... It's, it's, it's ego... It's revenge attached to his ego that overcomes it. And they do... Again, they say it through in the film in a couple of spots that he feels this way. But I, I didn't feel that way, though. Like When he did it, I was like, I, obj- I, I on paper understand why this happens but I didn't feel that moment. See, this it's is logical, but not emotional. This
0: is countering your, like what you were saying before, because you, you, were, you actually enjoyed them coming together. Yeah. And in the same vein, it was also lost to you. Like you've also, felt, with this example, you're saying that like, there wasn't enough emotion into it. Like they, they didn't leave enough time for each character to be able to, because yeah. there was an amazing scene where Thor was like, this is who I, what's his face? Uh, rabbit's like, oh, I've got to be the captain now and I've got to have a chat to this guy. And he's like, I've lost this, I've lost this, and, you know, I've never lost a fight. They Um, don't
1: have time for the... Actually, I was saying to you earlier on, like, the closest thing that I could think of as a parallel of what happened in this film, mm. Infinity War, was uh, Lord of the Rings, right? And it's so funny how people complain about the length of a Lord of the Rings film and they don't complain about the length of that one. But the interesting difference is Lord of the Rings has massive moments of breath. mm. It has huge portions of time where it goes, feel this. It's a lot of patience. Yeah, and you can't avoid the emotion. Now, some people decide that that's boredom, but I don't. And when you see this movie, you don't get those moments of breath. And it just reminds me literally of that line from Fellowship of the Ring where like anything bad that happens in Adventures, it just moves on. But it's like as they come out and Gandalf has died, he's like, he's like, We gotta get out of here. By nightfall these hills will be swarming with orcs and and Boromir goes, Give them a moment for pity's sake. Yeah. And you're just like, every time I'm watching these movies with Marvel, I'm like, Fucking give them a moment. Give me a moment. Could you imagine if give they give me a
0: moment. Oh god, what are they gonna do? They we get to Thor is making the weapon. We cut there. We get to the, the rest of the Avengers get to that place with the force field, which I don't know. I didn't watch the Black Panther film. Uh, we, we cut there. And the, so we, we, get, we cut to the point where suddenly you see Thanos' army coming yeah. in before Thanos comes in. And then you, you cut everything at that point, and then you make another movie, which is two and a half hours long, where you pick up the story from yeah. there. And you flesh out that first half, and you give everyone more time. It's like, uh, what was it? Two Towers is a good example. That's that film.
1: Yeah, Th- I mean, you, you have the Battle of Helm's Deep where there's yeah. like 10,000 people, and then in the next battle in Lord of the Rings, there's something like 800 or 900,000 yeah. um, men and beasts combined. It's, uh, I don't know what it is in the books, but I know in the films that was like um, they were CGIing something like a million creatures. In. Yeah. Um, and so it's like just this, it's a penultimate thing. It's the end of humanity is the whole point of it, you know? Uh, so
0: everyone's fighting. That's why.
1: Yeah. There will be no dawn for the world of men. And, and, and we are men, you know, species wise, like that's how we interpret this when we're watching this. Mm. And and that's how we feel about it. And we, we sort of shake in our boots and they spread it over three years and they spread it over nine hours or 12 if you watch the extended editions. Mm. And there's always breathing space. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when Thaden like comes out of his trance in Two Towers and he's like, oh, where's my son? Where's my son? And then you cut to him at his grave. It's like that goes for like two minutes. Mm. Um, and there's like one line said, I think, in in that. But they don't have time for that in the Avengers franchise. They don't have time. They don't to... give
0: them time for that.
1: Let's... But how do, you have time, how do you have time for two hours and 45 minutes of explosions and you don't... Do you know, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, that's the They thing. don't want
0: to split them up into two movies, which I... Okay, I'm sure there's a budgetary reason why that's the case. But could you imagine?
1: I, I think it just comes down to they have trained the audience over a decade... Like, this is the thing, exactly. right? Jesus. Just as a sad fact, we're getting older and time compresses. Mm-hmm. And, to us, like, it doesn't feel like this has been going for 12 years. No. But, like, we need to appreciate that there is basically a generation of kids that grew up with this being the nut, like, the thing that's at the cinema. Mm. And they have been trained like, through watching these films. Like, this is how stakes are done. This is how, like, co- how conflict resolves. This is what happens here. This is what happens here. And if it's any longer, it's boring. And if it's any shorter, then it's dumb or whatever. But if it's any longer, it's boring. That's why you don't... That's se- why you see, like, changes in Star Wars. That's why you see changes in a lot of things, I find. Like, how do you go from what Transformers was, that first film, executive produced properly by Steven Spielberg, he was quite hands-on on on that, and he insisted on things to do with pacing. He's a really traditional filmmaker. And then you sort of see where it becomes, like, now, and it's like... It's just from one thing to the next, and that's not just a Michael Bay thing because you watch some of his other films that he has made in between those, and they're exceptionally good. Mm. Um, somewhere I have it here, Pain, Pain and Gain. That's a fucking awesome movie. I do really want to watch that. Can I borrow that from you? Yeah, dude, it's it's so good. I don't know how many. I don't know how many times I've watched it because it's really, really, really good, and it just shows what this filmmaker is capable of when there isn't a pressure to make one and a half billion dollars at the box office mm. or whatever. But, and you just or or something like hey i've gone and directed this film we shot all this footage it was like six editors on the last transformers film Fuck right it. working at once and there was this great article where they were like uh talking about it and and they were saying like oh yeah i cut half of that scene because no one had told me that that guy was editing on on that Jeez. and so we had to mix the two halves of the same scene that we cut together so it's like you you get halfway through a scene and you just like feel like leaning to the person next to you and going But it doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah. And, that, and it's just that the culture of cinema has changed, right? right, I think, overall. And I don't want to say it in these sort of words, but I will just because I'm, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> um, and, you know, event, like Marvel is partly to blame for that, it is partly to blame for yeah. this, like, short shortening of the attention span of what people will accept. Like, people, you know compare it to like what Nolan did with comic book films, mm. you know, like wa- watch cool. any of those Avengers movies mm. and then immediately watch the dark Knight. And yeah. in terms of beats, in terms of beats that are like big moments, count them. Mm. it will be like four. Yeah. The yeah. dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Right. it will be like four moments.
0: Uh, like it would be like 50 for the movie that we just, just saw. You can just, you can imagine that purely by listening to the score. Like, think of the Dark Knight score. Oh, it's just So like,
1: you actually remember anything from
0: the score of what we just... The only thing... All that it is big. That's all I remember. To, the only yeah. the only recognisable
1: music in any of the Avengers movies is... I think it goes like... Yeah. I, I don't know beyond that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's... Whereas I will... It's so funny. It's not on the top, off the top of my head at the moment. But I actually will have occasionally, like be walking around having a shower or something, and I'll be humming, like, Dark Knight. Mm. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, like, it, and, and it's, or just walking around going, This
0: just happens in my ears anyway. I just,
1: I just love the Joker theme, you know? I'll just be, like, mm. washing my hair and be like, Oh, I've really got that in my, my head. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> That's how generic it is. Mm. It's so funny. Like, did, w- was I entertained? Absolutely, I was entertained. Mm. Did it mean anything? No, it yeah, didn't mean anything.
0: Y- this one kind of did. Every th- there were some great emotional moments,
1: like yeah. when he was about to shoot. No, actually, it wasn't. When Gamora made him promise, my right eye had a little bit of liquid in it. That that was that was a moment where I was like, because I, th- I don't, but I don't know what the bias is. Maybe it's because I I love Zoe Saldana, so I don't know if it's. It's just because I find her really engaging, interesting.
0: I it. never found their relationship good enough for me to find no. that moment. Like,
1: but I found yeah, it in her. I found yeah, it yeah, in yeah. her. Yeah. But I've, I think, put I, this is something that I, I will absolutely put on the table. like Chris Pratt in no way engages me. I find him funny. I find him entertaining in on that level, on an emotional level. And it was the film Passengers with. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what's her name? She's such a good uh, actress. Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I love Jennifer Lawrence, right? She's one of my favourite actresses. And in that film, you haven't seen it?
0: Uh, I've watched a re-edit of it, which changed... The, one of the big criticisms in this particular video uh, was that that film, uh, if if you were to re-edit it, it would have made it so much more intense. They took out all the stakes out of it because they made it a story about Chris Pat's character. If I made it a story about Jennifer Lawrence's character, someone who wakes up... If and then just, slowly realises that this is actually some crazy person who is willing to completely destroy everything so that he can yes. have company.
1: Okay, that it's still two different films because the it thing is. that is also interesting is that the film that they failed to make was the film about making the decision and, and bearing the weight of that guilt.
0: Yeah, right. Right?
1: No, yeah. So that's a film they were making. I didn't watch it. Was it was
0: poorly cast. Bit, bit to bit. Uh, to be honest. Oh, yeah, you think.
1: Because, oh, absolutely. Because there were scenes where, like, any time that she was on screen, any time that was happening, it was real and there was weight and you could feel this deception and betrayal. It's interesting to me the parallels that they didn't explore of the fact that it's like, it's a, it's a psychological and, and physical violation of a person. Is, is what happens in that film. Mm-hmm. And they don't explore it. It's like, it's just yeah. sort of, they follow just like a weepy boy who goes around being like, I'm really sorry about that thing that I did. And you're just kind of like, oh, it is so far beyond that. Yeah. Like, and she is in that film. She is in the film where it is so far beyond that. Yeah, yeah. She feels it. And Chris Pratt like walks around with a blank face and I'm kind of like, do mouse rat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, right,
1: yeah, like yeah. you know, a failure in the pit. Like that's what I was waiting for. Yeah,
0: which he does really well.
1: Which he does amazingly. He's so lovable. He is lovable, but I, I don't ever get fear or sorrow or, or, or deep content. I don't get any of that stuff from him. I just don't think that that's who he is as an actor and again whenever I say this about actors I don't even mean that they're a bad actor I just mean that they, they might be outside of like it's beyond their element or it's outside of what they do like to me I do not mean this with any sarcasm or anything whatsoever Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2 like that is like Academy Award winning material for me. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. put that guy in that movie, that is that is the performance of his career. That is a fucking brilliant performance. Why? Because he was in the like hair's breadth of what he's capable of doing. <laughs> Um, as a, <laughs> as, as someone no, who no, makes you it. feel, it. Just like it. he's okay. amazing. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kick your ass. I used to meet you like that stuff. Okay. That's, that's him doing big Arnie well, but in terms of like, like I cry at the end of Terminator 2 every single time, mm. because like he, he, you know, I know now why you cry, but it's something I can never do because he makes me feel that. Cause I believe he's this robot who's learned what love is. <laughs> and that's his uh, place. Okay. That's yeah, who, yeah, yeah, as, a, as a dramatic it. actor, that's his place. Mm. And then you have, like, True Lies and stuff like that. Like, that's an amazing performance within what that film is. Mm. And that's what, how I feel about Chris Pratt, is that the Marvel movies, like, when Robert Downey Jr. is, like, there telling Pepper Potts that he's scared and that he cares about her life and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. I yeah, totally okay. feel that. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I don't know his name, but um, P- the guy that's Peter Parker now, he's so good. He's he's just mm. brilliant. He's a, a perfect casting perfect casting um and and again he makes you feel all this stuff you you they do it's it's a bit upsetting because you've only seen him in seen him in this in civil war but if you watch the homecoming oh yeah yeah I'm you'll see watch that it, there's like those moments because you obviously get a lot more time with him because like, it's a whole film and and he um he does have these moments where like he'll go from the jokey spidey to the to the peter parker who's afraid inside yeah. and um and he'll go from the arrogant Peter Parker to the Peter Parker who is um, who, who's who's afraid and, and 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 vulnerable, and it's it's really well done. And and I just think and the same goes for Thor for me as well. I, it's, I there's that Chris Hemsworth bias for me. Like mm. I just really do like him, but I do think that even from the first film, it was so. What it did it what did it for me actually? I think the moment where I realised I really like this movie beyond the jokiness was when he tries to pull the uh, mjolnir the hammer out of the ground after his father has sent it to Earth. um, Uh, Oh yeah, 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 and he's like trying to pull it out, and he's like because he defines himself by this hammer. Yeah, yeah, which is the same thing as Iron Man. Good about Thor Ragnarok yeah it's gone what do you do and and that was his iron man 3 it's like what do you do without the suit and um the thing that's so funny is like i could say a thousand
0: positive things about this franchise but it's just the core of it is corrupt i think like i think that the yeah it feels held
1: together with sticky tape yeah
0: it's like what you're saying before it's like if i personally didn't know that after this film they're gonna find a way to bring all these characters back then this was an amazing movie. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, for now until the next six months when the next movie comes out, this is going to be a really great film and then it's going to suck.
1: And also, like, because I think the next movie is Ant-Man, right?
0: Okay, so they might have a movie in between where they don't...
1: But it's like they make a line on in, in this movie... Like and it's like, oh, where's he? Oh, he's off doing this other thing. Um and it's he's under house arrest, I think it is. Right, because house arrest will stop these people. Yeah, that's right. I got it, yeah. Yeah. Um and also like the logic of the thing, like, oh, they're not just gonna let you come back, Captain America, to save the universe. Yeah, that's right. I I think maybe they'll let me violate a country's law to save the universe. And then they fucking just did. It was
0: so stupid. Without (laughs) consequence. Make sure you arrest him. Okay. (laughs) Hey man, how's it going? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Way to destroy two two hours of my life <laughs> even more by doing that fucking shit. Yeah, Civil War. You're right. Civil War from
1: moment to moment was a very engaging film. And the moment that was the moment actually where I decided that I just didn't care about Marvel anymore. Really, I hadn't beyond that because I hadn't seen the previous no, That was the tipping point for me. The tipping, the tipping point for me was like Iron Man 3 was when I really sort of stopped going to the cinema to see them. Mm. And then um, I hadn't seen one at the cinema, I don't think. And then I went and saw Civil War. No, I saw Ant-Man. But again, it was like a a film interest thing. I wanted to see how, like, someone who isn't Edgar Wright does Edgar Wright. And it turns out, eh. And because there is one Edgar Wright. Like, I imagine his scripts read in a way that doesn't make sense to anyone other than him, because he's going to see it through to the end. Like he's going to sit there with the editor. He's going to be doing this. He's like, don't worry. It makes sense. and i think that's why as a producer like someone like disney can't go yeah okay you can't right Uh, so um i think that's why it didn't work and i so so i saw that one and then um with civil war it's like war machine like goes down to the ground roadie yeah ah, boom and i was like oh okay there you go they did kill someone they flies down to the ground he's like still alive i'm like (laughs) come on and then he's walking in the post credits and i'm like
0: Seriously. Do you know what it was for me? Just (laughs) I enjoyed watching that movie. I remember being like, oh, I'm liking this. It's like they have a real disagreement with the way that this should run. And then there's an awesome fight between Bucky, Captain America, and Iron Man. And it's just like this fucking epic. Like, yeah, and it's painful. You see it, and they just beat the shit out of Iron Man in the end of that. And I'm like, oh, I'm still with this. I'm still gonna I'm still I'm still okay. And then it was that fucking like mass fight thing which was just garbage and I just went alright, That I have lost all You know what's ability. funny?
1: The fight that you just talked about was after the the fight. Really? Yeah, that happens at the very end of the film Fuck. before Black Panther comes in
0: Oh man! I so just...
1: so it goes. The fight at the airport. Then they go to that place and they have that the their like little
0: three way. And then uh, Black Panther. Fights. I remember that fight. I remember it being before that massive uh, rubber uh, band was... fight. Because wasn't it uh, anyway? It doesn't matter. Either so that's way,
1: why like... he then like he's like a oh, war machine or oh, Roadie Roadie. And uh... then he like goes, "I'm gonna get you, Captain America." And he like goes off and gets Captain America, and then he has his ass kicked. Yeah, because it turns out that super soldiers are better than Iron Man or something. Whatever. Or whatever there's the
0: no. There's there. no. Y- and then y- oh,
1: and then or... Captain America loses his shield. There, he like leaves his shield or something like that. That's right, because uh, because uh, Tony Stark's dad made that shield, and he says uh, you don't have the right to hold that shield. My dad made that, or something. Like me, he's like, all right, take it. It's just everything. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just
0: go find it at some other place.
1: Yeah okay maybe i'll just find some african friends and they'll make me
0: some cool african shit that's right um it's not gonna be weird at all so i so i lost it at civil war was my biggest disappointment in that whole and i stopped watching movies ever since then even before i was kind of a bit on the, watch the fence films ever no yeah. i probably didn't really. i probably watched dunkirk and so yeah it was about that point for me that kind of that the marvel universe is kind of like dropped out of the radar And so you're saying that before, it was even before then for you. So it was Iron Man 3 where you're like, okay, I'm over this. What was the actual defining? Was it actually Civil War when you are saying that? I kind
1: of stopped, I I stopped caring after the first Avengers movie. That's when I stopped caring. And then I was like, I'll still go and see. That was
0: the second Avengers movie for me. Where I was like, okay, these people seem.
1: Yeah, I was kind of, because it kind of felt like, because I had that exact You know, I know that film came out six years ago, but I immediately felt this thing of, huh, after this, every Avengers, every movie in this franchise won't make sense because why won't the Avengers show up?
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that like four years ago.
1: Yeah. And I just, that's what I felt immediately the fucking second the credits rolled. I was like, oh, this broke this spell for me. Yeah. I don't care now. And so when I went and saw Iron Man 3, I was like, yep, confirmed. Yeah. And then I saw... I didn't even see Thor 2 at the cinema. And I fucking... I loved Thor. Yeah, yeah. Didn't bother. Didn't bother. And then whatever the next thing that came out, Civil War... Uh, Captain America... Um, Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier. I didn't see that at the cinema. No, um, I didn't
0: either, actually. I watched it on a...
1: Like... That must have actually been a full year. So it was 2012. 2013 was all that stuff. 2014 was Winter Soldier, I think. And then... No, that was 2013. or Anyway, whatever. I, it was just... I just stopped going to see them in a the cinema. I sort of see them if I there was an actor or a director involved that I was interested in but mm. otherwise didn't didn't go. And I think that's why like I I it's one of the franchises I really enjoy talking about the most because it's so interesting how successful and hugely flawed it is. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's something that I enjoy talking about without it like ripping and like tugging it. Nostalgia or anything, yeah. yeah. Like, if it was Star Wars, it'd be a totally different conversation because I'd be defensive, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I can talk about it as a mature adult, but at the same time, there's always going to be a thing of me being like, Mm. No, because like, I'll explain parts of it, and it's like that might not really be in the film, it might just be knowledge that I have, and Mm. and that's the same sort of side. Like, someone will say to me, oh, no, but that was in this comic book this one time, and that's yeah, a reference yeah. to this. It's like, I don't fucking care. It's a movie. I should be able to see the movie without having any of that. And that's yeah. true. That is true. Like, you can, you can watch the Nolan Batman films, and you never, ever, ever have to read, read anything. Yeah. You'll get some extra bits out of it, like, mm. particularly in the third one. Like, there's lines, like, ripped straight out of stuff, and, you know, it's good. But I, I just think that with this franchise, it's... To me, it's just pure entertainment. It's not like what Iron Man was when it came out, the first one, which was like, you know, what was that? 2006, I think it was. And and they like... That
0: was fun. I liked that first Iron Man movie. It was
1: fantastic. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. I, I'm surprised I don't own it. I really want to buy yeah. it. And um, then I just forget. <laughs> and the um, it was kind of like Spider-Man came out and showed technologies at a point where you can do this. And Spider Man Mm -hmm. two, I watched it again the other day and I was like, fuck.
0: It was good. So good. Yeah. It was was fun. It was like the stakes were high. Yeah. It was good. Yeah.
1: And so many of the stakes, like, just revolve around I'm protecting the people I love. Yeah, that's yeah. tiny. Yeah, that's yeah. you know, it doesn't matter.
0: Like, to the world, Doc, it doesn't matter. Ock, that Doctor was Ock. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was a good villain too. And,
1: and he's a great villain because he, it's it's again, it's like it's about his ego. That's what causes it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And then what makes him continue is that he's taken over by this thing that he created. And then he absolves his sins at the end of the film. Yeah.
0: But he also his his intentions are understandable. His intentions Even are his understandable. Ego is and what Go is the before. thing that
1: takes it over the top yeah, and yeah. stops him from containing I've got it and it's uh, and it's, gr- like, it's so good it's so well made that and that's Sam yeah. Raimi in total control of what he's making as a, oh, yeah. as a director yeah. and and um, so the third one is just a mess but I ignore it but the, th- the second one is a film I can watch completely by itself cool. because there's aside from like who the characters are and things like that it's just you know oh you killed my dad that's the only thing in that film that is really connected to, the, to the previous one mm. and uh you know they come out with that those movies and then everyone else sort of just goes holy shit we can do this now and they start getting into it you know yeah, you had like yeah. that punisher film with tom jane and you had mm. um a lot of failures you had uh fantastic <laughs> four oh, yeah. one and two um you had i'm sure a bunch of other ones i just cannot remember and uh, daredevil um oh yeah yeah, Daredevil. But then Nolan comes along and he goes, no, this is how we make comic book movies. Yeah, yeah. And that's 2005. And then 2006, which, by the way, I, I hadn't even seen a trailer for Batman Begins. And I just went, ha <laughs> ha. And I went with my friend Tim from school and I was like, oh, there's nothing else on. Let's go see this Batman movie. Yeah, here we go. And we went in and I just sat down. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be so shit, but like, whatever. And then we came out and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That was my. That was amazing. The, second movie. the first one I watched on Blu-ray, I wasn't a big fan of it. Then I watched it on Blu-ray. I'm like, oh! And then the second one, I was like, oh! The, the first, I remember actually showing that to my mom, The first one,
1: and mm. then it, and then the sequel had been announced, and I remember saying to my mom, "How do you make a sequel? Like, how do you follow up a Batman film? Get Heath as Batman Begins. Like, what do you do? Yeah. How do you?" And it was funny because the first. Do you remember the first ever trailer for that? It was just the Batman logo flying towards the screen, and there were some lines being said by like Michael Caine, and then it finishes. I think with the laugh of the Joker, and that was it. There was no footage. It was just mm. the Batman logo, and I think it's like fire that, but, yeah. or something. No, that was and the third movie. I think. No, no, no. That was oh, really? f- that was for the first movie. The first movie it was like blue flames, and the second movie the all the stuff was based around. Um, uh the city being like falling in in, in Mm. stuff and the lines they were using were alluding to the fact that you stopped all the normal criminals and you've left a vacuum and what is going to fill that you're taking away their ability to to be criminals who will they turn to yeah that's right and then you hear the laugh of the joker and i was like i came out that's all i knew about that film and i didn't need to know anything else i just went that 's fucking genius writing, like that is so clever to go, oh, Batman is so Batman that he Batmaned all the problems' gone <laughs> and Batman'd all the problem. he just everything 's gone, he fixed yeah. it, he did it, he achieved it, but that 's not how the world works. Mm. the world for every action there is an opposite and equal reaction, mm. and that is the most like accurate thing that you can say about Batman and Joker, mm. so you have the, that those movies come along and then you the next year like 2005 and then 2006 it comes along with iron man and it's kind of like in this weird sort of middle space that kind of felt like marvel but a mm. bit more serious a bit more
0: believable a bit more
1: but like, also funny
0: like it was it, it, well that's what i mean by movies. marvel right like yeah, yeah. marvel's
1: always a bit more fun tongue-in-cheek stuff yeah, yeah and that film but it was still sort of felt had that kind of core that was like mm. felt a bit real and then the next one was iron man 2 and then uh they f- just sort of went all right let's shove it as many then it was like uh, thor captain america and then avengers and um oh they had that incredible hulk in there somewhere
0: as well yeah right don't right? even don't. Um, sorry we can ignore that
1: that came up that was after that was after um, that's what Eric came up banner's out, one mean. and then and, um, and yeah it was it was um hulk is a hard character but but the thing was like somewhere along the way they got more into the big explody stuff happening all the time mm. massive stakes as opposed to what they set up with Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 um, because they were small movies. Like, yeah. not budget-wise and any of that stuff, but they were small movies yeah. in terms of scope. And then they just kind of reached this point where everything was so massive all the time Post the after the first Avengers movie. Yeah. They ceased to be dramatically meaningful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I saw Thor Ragnarok and I saw Spider-Man Homecoming, I went, I just really wish that from like from Iron Man 3 until this point... They had just committed that much to that tone, to, mm-hmm. to to the tone of those films, because like, it just all committed to the tone of Iron Man One and Iron Man Two. But I just think they mm-hmm. they want everything. They want their cherry on top, and they want everything all the time. But we
0: know they're we playing sacrifice. They're something. playing the six six month game. Like right now, this is going to be the film everyone talks about. Then when the, the hype starts to die, the next one comes up. And so they, they, yeah, and
1: they fix everything in eight seconds. Yeah,
0: that's right. And nothing is going to be... No, no, none of these films, really, except maybe bar a few, are going to stand the test of time. Dark Knight is always going to be one of my favourite yeah. films. It's brilliant. None of these films are going to stand the test of time. No, okay, maybe a couple. I reckon couple Iron are, Man
1: will. For you, me, you Thor will, but yeah. I don't think that it objectively does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I reckon. but Like, the thing... Spider-Man Homecoming, I'm not going to... Go into like great spoiler territory. I'm going to go into what happens in the first three minutes territory. Mm-hmm, right. Um, they like you have to have seen the Avengers for it to make sense because it's mm. a direct sequel to the Avengers and uh, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it kind of like skips into just after Civil War, mm-hmm. and then it sort of goes to where we are now. And um, so you you do need that context and that knowledge, but you can just watch that movie by itself. But the reason why it's so cool. Is the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff the reason why it's so good? Is that the people who were making that film like got Spidey, yeah, yeah. and Peter Parker? More importantly, it's I find it interesting that a, a series of films that, when everything's said and done, are so average, are so loved, yeah. But I think it's because there's nothing else on offer. I really do. I think that it's there's there's nothing else that is. You, you, uh, what do you have outside of this? You have Star Wars. Star Wars is a Star Wars. It'll do what Star Wars does, and then you have uh, the like the Jurassic Park movies, mm. um, which is just terrible. Like
0: you remember, let's just let's movies? just disclaim this by saying you're a huge fan. I'm yeah. I'm not. No, so, I haven't seen the gigantic the fan. One. Huh? I haven't seen either one. You told me not to watch the newer one with Chris Pratt, and I'm not. Don't think I'm going to watch this one. So I'm not going to watch him. I, don't uh, trust you on that.
1: I shouldn't say that. You shouldn't tell people not to watch movies. That's bad of me. I think you, you have to like is as an exercise in what the fuckery, uh, you should definitely <laughs> watch it. But like it's it's exactly the same as these movies. It's meaningless shit happening that when you look back at it, go, that doesn't make sense. Mm. Um no, that's actually not fair. These films are much better. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel movies yeah, are, really? are substantially better than Jurassic World. Um, like, I watched Jurassic World again recently and... Um I like you know it's like me. I've watched Prometheus. I don't know how many times because I just mm. I get fixated on films I hate. And I was just watching it, and there was just this one bit where I actually had to stop it and walk away for a minute because it was that stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's
1: basically like, no, we're gonna take these raptors and we're gonna turn them into good soldiers. God damn it! And then I'm like. how did i like let that wash over me in the cinema without like seething with rage because it's attached to the movie that is the thing that made me interested in films and that that backstory i wouldn't necessarily i wouldn't call it nostalgia to be honest because these days i still watch jurassic park and i don't go i loved this when i was a kid i still fucking love it now Mm. it is still great now and i don't understand why they can't like how is it that hard And how do the dinosaurs look way worse than 1993? It's
0: like... CG's always worse than actual robots.
1: No, it's when you... Well, no, the CG... I mean, the CG dinosaurs in 1993. Uh, On average, the shots look better. And it's just that thing of like, when you put all your budget into like 14 shots, and this is a problem these days, right? Is the budget just gets spread across. One thing I do want to say is that I think Thanos... Sorry, going back to Avengers (laughs) Infinity War. Thanos has to be one of the most engaging CGI he was face performance yeah right. like a lot of the body stuff i was i it felt really um like rubber kind of you know what i mean uh, you yeah. know when they look just like i thought jelly? it was pretty good
0: but i know what you mean though but
1: um but his face was so engaging mm. and what an actor to pick because he. But who was it um josh brolin um he's uh he, he's in a lot of things <laughs> he's in tons of stuff as a cgi Um, person no no um he's in uh he's like the dude in no country for old men he's the guy that steals the money in no country for old men oh wow um oh yeah yeah and and it was just like the thing i thought that was really successful in that film was at no point did his mission sound like bullshit or disingenuous yeah yeah
0: yeah Oh, yeah.
1: And they show that at the end when he's like, I'll just find some place and I'll sit down in the sun and blah, blah, blah. Watch the sunrise. And so Watch the sunrise. And when he sits down and you see it, it's like... He, he smiles.
0: Ha- huh? He smiles in that moment. That The it, moment he actually goes... He and-
1: does, but it's a melancholy smile. It's like, yeah. it's like uh, because of what just happened in that thing with uh, Gamora as a little girl, she said, what did it cost? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everything. And that's what he's actually thinking. Mm. He's like, ah, peace. But it took everything from me. Mm. And... It gave a depth to this character that just frankly had no right to have it in terms of this. It's like I'm going to destroy the universe. Ah, okay, that's what we have to fight. We have to fight the universe destroying guy. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, they really. That was highly successful to me. That was. Mm-hmm. That was not that. A, an Ultron rehash. Like Ultron was just like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do this stuff, and I'm gonna quote, um, Pinocchio or something. Um, I have no strings on me. Uh, uh, like it was
0: just a control freak. That one.
1: Wasn't he? Because he, was he was for the six, seven minutes that he was in the film, he yeah. was. I don't know what the fuck he was. And it was just like whatever. But but I that's what I thought Thanos would be. I thought Thanos would just be <laughs> here. I am. I'm gonna kill you and you and you and I'm gonna take this stone and then I'm gonna destroy powerful. It's I like I want
0: to be more powerful. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was like I have to do. Like it was. If we don't do this, then everyone will suffer. Exactly. Just like my world did. Yeah. And, and, and
1: there was a seed for it. So there's like it makes sense why he's doing it, mm. and he had an objective, and he was ruthless about it, and he had a cost to it. And I like uh, I'm like obviously you could tell a million miles off that he loved Gamora, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. so
0: obvious. And kind of creepy too, at the beginning of the the relationship.
1: Oh, see, he's a disturbing.
0: He's a creature. disturbing character, yeah. Uh,
1: but it reminds me of kind of like you know, like I was watching this great documentary and they were interviewing like Nazis. It was like in the early two thousands they shot this documentary mm. and they were like old people and they filmed one of them and he was like, yeah, and I'd like, I like, mean, yeah, I mean, I'd do it again because we were doing the right thing. That's what that was the right thing, and it just reminded me of that sort of thing. It's like it, it's insane and irrational except for one point of view theirs mm. and yeah, and yeah. that's what they did really well with with thanos i felt I, I really felt that that character completely made sense and that that to me was something that i didn't expect at all i didn't expect him to be interesting mm. engaging yeah, yeah. someone who i wanted to know more about
0: yeah. um i didn't like that moment with the pushing her off or throwing her off the cliff to sacrifice i i, I didn't like it because it was too predictable and i didn't spend enough time setting that up yeah. I, I felt the love between them, but I, but once again, it's that time thing. It, all you needed was more of this yeah, struggling. for her Hammond. to make sense. Yeah, because like, she obviously doesn't believe in his cause, and he wants her to believe in the cause. We
1: haven't ever spent time enough with her where she's
0: been like I like. She we didn't see her break down and and no. learn to hate him, like because there was he mentions there is a period of time. Where you were on my side,
1: she. Because the thing that's so interesting is like that moment is the same as Luke. I'm your father. That that is yeah, what yeah, that yeah, moment yeah. is. And and in that moment, look how Mark Hamill does that performance. Right. Mm. This is nothing against Zoe Saldana, by the way. That's I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, look how that moment was built and created and and directed. Now we, in terms of the Luke Skywalker Darth Vader dynamic, we don't have any more time together with those two characters than no. we do with Gamora and Thanos. We don't. No. They have, I think, probably more time before that happens in in Empire Strikes Back, and yet everything is told, right? Yeah, Star yeah. Wars, and that's like you don't do that; you show, you don't tell. And but, but they do it in such a way that it functions completely beca- oh, yeah. because it's like you built it in this way, and it's going. Oh, by the way, I'm your father. Now that is very similar to, um, I love you. Like that should destroy her inside. That is such a victory for him. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. says, like, ha, 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 you've lost because you don't love anyone. And then to find out that you are the object of his love, that's the most, like, awful thing that could be said to her. That that strips her of everything that keeps her held together mm. as a character. And yet, as you say, there is no time for us to build that up and there is no time for us to... It goes into slow motion
0: yeah,
1: yeah. for him to then drag her off and she's like no 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 and you're kind of like is it no 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 because I'm gonna die or is it no 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 because he's gonna win or is it no 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 because he loves me or is it no 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 yeah, yeah. it's all those things right but who fucking, like, you know that objectively, yeah. but you don't, f- I didn't feel
0: it. I didn't care.
1: And, yeah, that's a massive problem. Mm. Even if you don't care about that character, you should understand that moment and feel mm. it deeply. Because it should be a, no, no, that's not true, that's impossible, this is so fucking, oh my god.
0: I really like, felt for Darth Vader in, in those movies, like, trying to get, trying to bring his son to the dark side because that's what he thought was right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a lot less <laughs> you understandable. No, but like, you feel for it, right? You go like, "Oh my god!" Like, he's trying. He's trying to get his son into this this situation. I didn't get that with with Thanos and Gamora.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. you got to get going, don't do You have to go. Okay.
1: Look, overall, thoroughly entertained. Uh, but like, it's a Marvel movie. I don't like. It still
0: is a Marvel movie. It's and, just. And do you know what? The only thing that will change my mind is if in six months it's. They stick to it. They go. Oh yeah, if Which they, they, they will if
1: they yeah, they won't. But it, like, I, I just think that it's it's one of those things where I'm not, I'm not gonna be itching to see it immediately on no, Blu-ray when no. comes out or something. Like I don't care if I if I never see that movie again. Whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. It I, was
0: fun. You know.
1: Yeah, I also don't I don't like the splitting up of gigantic stuff as well. Um, that's another thing I'll say. Like I don't, you know, like. They managed to fit the entire of Return of the King into one film. Like that mm. that's what this film was, was meant to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, they don't they that could have been four films mm. um that gave us more time to get enjoy to work it. And, and do stuff, yeah, <laughs> and feel And for come it. together. As a thing of pure entertainment. Great. Fantastic. I ate a lot of Maltesers. Yeah. That's how I will I, I give this a full bag of Maltesers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think there was a few left, or maybe you ate no, them. I yeah.
1: ate the last one after the post credits thing.
0: There you go. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's your rating for this. That's my yeah. It's that's a full bag rating. of Maltesers. Mine is not having to reach for my can of V. That's what wow. my rating is for.
1: Yeah, this. I thought you were going to fall asleep. Actually,
0: yeah, I thought this was gonna going to be boring because I'm. I'm no one knows, obviously, that I have, I'm on like like so little sleep today, and I bought a huge can of V, and I thought it was it was entertaining and exciting enough.
1: How many times did I say, that was awesome, that was cool? Oh, yeah. Uh, I I was like, yeah, so many times. Like, I'm not saying this movie, fuck this film, blah, blah, stupid, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, like, it's meaningless. Yeah, that's right. And it's really entertaining and, like a bunch of my, like, actors I really like were being characters who I think they do really well at. Yeah,
0: and they stimulate the industry. Like, they, they keep making these movies, which is great because, like, a lot of they those films... They keep shutting down
1: here. VFX houses.
0: They, that's the <laughs> fucked up thing, yes. They keep doing that. So there's obviously <laughs> pl- pros and cons to it all. Um, but they certainly, like, it's... it. I would not wish upon them to not be there. I
1: just... Oh, absolutely not. I, ju- I think that this franchise can serve as a... a, a it's it's telling for Warner Brothers that they didn't learn from the mistakes or the mistakes that do exist in this franchise. It's telling that they like haven't gone let's do that better.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They've like looked at it and gone, "Let's do that
0: way worse. Let's keep hiring Nolan." <laughs> which they don't do unfortunately. They keep hiring they Ben Affleck. The, they
1: had him on Man of Steel for like a creative consultant, which was the most sensible of the new ones. Anyway, I do have to go.
0: So, thank you very much for having oh, me. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me, Piot. Oh, I'm having you at your place. <laughs> um, the only thing I was going to say was that I'm probably not going to be able to cut this at all because we just kind of talked over each other like mad. So, that's going to be fun.
1: No, you'll find places.
0: I'll find it. Or maybe I maybe I don't want to. Maybe that. No, there's, there's some bits I could probably cut out. Anyway, um, all right, but I will cut that there. All right. Bye. Bye.